every time I come in the kitchen, you in the kitchen, in the goddamn refrigerator. I sure am hungry. Welcome everybody to the Morning Dinner Podcast. Today we got my man Christian FGY. What up? AKA at Christian, or not not at, but just, just Christian Astorga. <laughs> yep, yep. How do you yep. pronounce your last name? Astorga. Yeah, perfect. You got Astorga? it perfect, bro. Yeah. Okay. And uh, today we want to get to know him a little bit, man. Kind of see what's, what's popping with him, what, what he's got going on, and just his background overall, how he got started in the industry, and uh, what he's up to. So uh, if fun. you, you want to take it over, bro. I mean, so you said uh, introduce myself, yeah, right? Just All right, a little yo, intro. Yeah, so, don't be afraid. Christian Astorga, um, in general, do a lot of creative things in Vegas. Uh, more specifically, a lot of videography and photography around town and whatnot. At his, you know, that's my basic little intro. That's what I do <laughs> uh, for the <laughs> most long, part. How long have you been doing, like, photography and video for, bro? Uh, you know, it's crazy. I just want to put it out there. Yo, it's so dope to be with you two specifically because I feel like we kind of go back. As far yeah. as like a while back. local industry shit, it's just like really wild. You know what I mean? Like it's been a while, bro. I think I, I think the, the first time I, I actually met you bro. was when we were uh, uh, it was like at the Hard Rock, right? <laughs> I think you were filming oh something. You were filming something for for uh, who's that rapper, bro? The the uh, I'm trying to remember. He was with Purple Crown at the time, uh, bro. Currency. I don't currency. Know. It could, it could have been currency. that. Pro- one of that possibly, you know, I don't know, man. That it's, event was the first time that I it, that I met you. It's crazy when you know someone for so long, yeah. like that you forget where you met them from. Because I don't yeah. even remember. I just know it's it's weird. It's like natural. It's like, oh yeah, I I know him. Like, bro, me and Chuck, I know we go back. Yeah, we go hell far I, back. Like, I I first started doing stuff with Chuck in general, like collaborating wise, like when I was like fifteen, bro. Yeah. So it's like. 15 or 16, I don't, time flies, bro. Bro, it's been a minute. And I don't even remember how I met you, so the internet is just crazy, you know? Wait, so did, did you guys not know each other personally, like, at first? Did you guys... We, I mean, through the internet, we did, and then we met through, like, all the, like, local... Because we lived in the same... Yeah. Uh, we lived in Northtown, yeah. so that's, that's how we know All the local other. music scene shit, like, and then, you know, Chuck was heavily involved in that. Still is, here and there, you know what I'm saying? So it's just weird to see it come full circle. So I, I would say, like, professionally, yeah, like six years but like hobby wise like yeah. nine years so this, this, this was before instagram then huh yo before instagram right. i was actually <laughs> i remember when instagram came out and i was so late on it i was on twitter deep like yeah. twitter and twitter MySpace. was the thing twitter, we were twitter talking about that with lit, our last dude, yeah. our last person instagram was, like, was not popping yet and then when instagram did come out that's like you know everything just changed so exponentially for like our industry particularly you know you really get a chance to see everything like coming, like you know, people's work in like full HD on your phone. You know what I'm saying? It's yeah. just crazy. But I'm off topic on that note. All I know is, yeah. So that's that, what we're here for, bro. Yeah, man. Six to nine years ish, like you know, depending on when you want to consider hobby and professionally. And even at six years, like I don't even consider that professional. I kind of look at my old shit and I'm like, bro, that's so trash. Like, oh my god. Bro, we go back because there wasn't bro, even there wasn't even DSLRs really. Bro, Canon T2i. You know, there was like bro. 5D Mark II. <laughs> 5D Dude. Mark II, but that was super expensive back then. And I then, couldn't so. even, bro, the, even the, the Canon T2i, bro, I didn't get my hands on that for a minute. And then when I did, I'm telling you, I was so happy. Like, it was just, I just remember it very vividly. <laughs> like, bro, first same getting, here. And you, I, you, I, Chuck was the one who put me on the Nifty 50, bro. Like, oh, really? I, I, yeah. I'm pretty sure it was Chuck. I, like, he's the only person. I'd be like, yo, what the fuck is that lens? And... You know, it was my first. So, to anybody who doesn't know what a Nifty Fifty is, like, can you explain that real quick? (laughs) Fifty millimeter, one point eight. It's like the the most affordable, like, Canon lens you could get at the time. It was like only a hundred bucks to me at the time. I was like, 
a hundred bucks. It's so expensive. But the quality, yeah, bro. But the quality for what you were getting, like the kit lens that came with the T two I, there was no like bokeh or anything like that. It was just basic as hell. Bro, so, it's terrible. Yeah. So and then you know I didn't know anything about fast aperture like at the time at all. So like putting that on the camera just changed the entire like. It just changed everything to me. I was like, yo. This is the craziest lens. And at the time, too, I didn't know shit about, like, crop factor. Or, like, you know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, because like, the thing is, when we're all starting yeah. out, we don't really know, like, just doing what's, what's, a, what's full frame, what's crop bro, censored. Like, I didn't what, know mm-hmm. shit about that, bro. Like, yeah. it was, and I had the T2i for a long time. I think bro. we all started with that I, camera, bro. Dude, like, yeah, I didn't key. even upgrade for a minute. Like, it, it was a long time since I had that. So, you could say, dude, like, I, I ran that T2i through the mud. I still have it. and I, I still got mine, too. I cherish it. I like, it's mine. my baby, bro. Like, that shit. So, what are you rocking right now, camera-wise? All right, so, a long time. Because <laughs> we don't come a long way. No, no, come a long way. I mean, I still rock DSLR all day. I, I rock GH5, personally. It's my favorite mm. camera. I, I hopped on the GH4 when it came out. Just traded in for the GH5, like, maybe. So, you, you haven't used... um. You oh, use Sony okay. at all? I sw- no, I have. Unfortunately, you know, I'm kind of mad because I've, I've been wanting to make that switch. To, I was going to want to make the switch to Sony. But when the GH5 came out and the GH5S, I was like, dude, this shit is nice. And then there's a lot of features that I like on the GH5 more than the Sony. Um, the dynamic range for me on V-Log is, um, to me, it's comparable. It's not as good as S-Log, but it is comparable. You know but but I mean? but but you're cool using like the whole the whole like body of like a GH5. Yeah. Like I remember the first time I I saw a Panasonic camera was when I was shooting a music video. Yeah. And, and I was just I was just doing the cinematography for it. Mm-hmm. Uh, the dude the the dude that brought the camera though, uh, we're using his GH3. Oh, I see. I didn't... GH3 or four, one of those two. Mm-hmm. And bro, like I, I was looking at, it and I was like, what? "This was like a toy camera." I was bro, like, what is this? Like, it's the buttons. I look feel weird. the same like, way though about the Sony when I touch it, and it's it's is, so is it, funny. Is it just because it's unfamiliar? It's just because it's unfamiliar, and uh-huh. I feel like you know, just bridging that gap. But I have shot on Sony though, like yeah. you know, I've gotten my feel for it just because I wanted to learn. And it, it's funny, man. Cameras have come such a long way. So starting from the T2i, I think the next camera I got was the Canon 6D. Yes, and that was like fucking full frame. Uh, affordability right there for Wait, the, the, the Canon 6D yeah and, I, Yo, so and once again we all our first jump we're all on the same cameras bro, all we all jump to the Dude, full frame with the same is, camera the 6D bro it's like man I can't afford the 5D Mark III but I could get the 6D though yeah and then that camera too I still I actually I still shoot so many photos with that camera it's so good I sold mine oh you sold yours yeah I, yeah. I might get the Mark II just because I I don't like shooting mirrorless I, I heard bro that, I hate, I hate it bro especially like, for events at night yeah it, yeah That's exactly the only it, it's weird i don't know why i maybe i like, well the gh5 specifically i just don't like going from like crop sensor to full frame low light stuff yeah like, and just the whole digital vibe of mirrorless cameras i'm just trying to get used to it still you know like see i'm kind of like backing away from the whole like what what is the camera you know what i mean yeah, like, I'm, yeah. More, I'm more like give me an iphone and i will make i will make yeah. some dope stuff for you no exactly you know I, mean, I mean that definitely in general applies to anything but Preference wise, I think that's just where I'm. Yeah, to an extent, you still gotta love what you drive. Yeah, no, 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 because man, I just sometimes I'd be taking photos with my GH5 because I have to. Yeah, I just be like, man, I I fucking hate this shit. So, (laughs) so at that point, it's like you you've been shooting for so long. Yeah, that you know what feels good. Yeah, even though technically on paper, yes, it could probably do the job. mm -hmm. You know what feels good and what's most comfortable for you, and what'll help you produce probably the best. In a sense, yeah, bro. I mean, as speaking on a DSLR, yeah. 
like level of yeah. range of cameras. Yeah, because we the haven't the touched part. the cinema yeah. world yet. But I, soon, soon enough, soon brother. For soon all enough. Of us, you know. Soon. And that's why I, I, you know, going with what you just said about like, you know, getting. I appreciate that. What like all this time of having to work with the DSLR. I feel like switching to like you know red re etc in the future isn't going to be it's going to be a transition on the technical standpoint and having to really be like on that dp mindset like yo i got to know technicalities of how to expose this and what settings and stuff but other than that as far as compositioning goes and like just you know having that core principle of shooting i think is just gonna carry on so much better you know what i mean so and it's funny because like i just heard something um about red cameras yeah. and is it Ari or Ari? Ari. Oh, yeah. Ari? Good, good right, question. Some, was... <laughs> some, some camera guy said Ari, and I was like, wait, what? Same shit like, to me, bro. I, I, I mean, yeah. Maybe it's just from like, I think a it just depends on, on what what country you're from. Like, okay. Yeah, hey, Nikon or Nikon. There's definitely yeah. some, some accent. Oh, yeah, Nikon. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, but I, they were saying, um, somebody told me, because he works with Reds and mm -hmm. Ari's all the time, and he like legitimately said, like, it's easier on an Ari or a Red. S-Log mm -hmm. is the hardest and then the other ones are hard too mm. you know but he's like red cameras are easy and and see that's the red codec i follow so many people like directors and stuff like that who and like no diss to them but like shoot basic ass shit on the red Damn. and they just treat the red like it's a dslr mm. and i just get so mad because i'm like fuck you know what i mean I, w I want more rental access we're in vegas you know yeah. if we lived in la yeah bro Reds all day for like a hundred bucks a day. You know what I mean? Like I don't know. I've seen. I, I think I've seen like a camera package on even on crazy, Craigslist. crazy. Oh, here in Vegas. Yeah. So I don't. I don't know. I'm sleep, but yeah. for the most part, like sleep, I want to get to that that um that point to where you know it's it's whatever. You know, I treating that shit like a DSLR. I mean, minus the rig shit that you have to really get, you know, crazy with yeah. like weight wise. But I mean, for the most part. I can't wait to get to that point. It's like, oh, it's just the same so, shit, another camera. So let, let's talk about your, your background right now, like in video. Like, how did you get started making videos? And what kind of, like, what what kept you going and making videos? Like, what, what made you decide, like, I want to make this a career? Oh, bro, video is, I, it's the funniest story, bro. Like, I mean, at least time flies by so fast. I kind of accidentally got into video. Um, when YouTube was really popping off, like, back in the day, bro, I was, like, 13 years old on YouTube, like, deep, and I just... So immature, like I, like big YouTubers like Nigahiga back in the day. Mm -hmm. um, I would just I would think their videos were so funny. And me and my cousins spent a lot of time in the summers together. Like my cousins would come over to my crib for like three months at a time, just in the summer, just to hang out. So yeah. my parents had this old like point and shoot Canon that shot like I remember that shit. <laughs> bro. It shot 480p like video, and I was like so it was so lit, dude. And I was just like, dude, we could shoot our own videos like. These YouTuber guys are so funny. We can make our own funny YouTube videos. <laughs> and so it just turned into... It's crazy like, how big YouTube had like bro, such a big influence on such people. Such the biggest influence by far. I mean, the internet in general, but YouTube specifically is the only reason I picked up that camera, bro. Yeah. And... Same, bro. Same here. Dude, like literally, I was... It, I have... I unfortunately have these videos still. They still exist on my YouTube, but private. You know, I've mm, never unprivate yeah. that shit. But, you know, low key, <laughs> low key, I'll go back and I'll watch it. Like, yo, what was I on? Like in middle school, you know what I mean? Yeah. And it was just funny looking back. And since then, you know, I just had to force myself to learn. Like at the time, I was, dude, I had Sony Vegas, bro. I was using Sony yes. Vegas. That's what Chuck used to Sony use. Sony Vegas. Dude, that was the first thing I ever used because it was the only thing on a Windows, I, like cracked version that I could get. With that little ass camera that was running, I'm like, I don't, I don't, bro. It's so vivid to me. Like, get picking that up, 
And um, I don't know, man. It just evolved from there. Like, it was all hobby, making funny videos. And then come my freshman year in high school, I took broadcast journalism. And that's when I got put onto Final Cut 7. Like, mm. that's when it all everything changed. I was like, oh, shit, Final Cut 7. I learned how to actually edit. Wait, so are you still using Final Cut? No, no, not no more. Yeah. I, bro, I was using Final Cut 7 for like Til it died. a minute, bro. Like, Till yesterday. <laughs> I actually just switched to Premiere like t- like maybe just a year and a half, two years ago, bro. Mm-hmm. And that's just because I was being super, super, like, stupid and stubborn, bro, like, about switching. Yeah. Um, But... Anyway, that's a whole other story. In <laughs> um, I took broadcast journalism. Long story short, it really piqued my interest in, like, wanting to learn. Because I didn't, you know, at the, in middle school, I'm just shooting because I want to shoot. You know, and in broadcast journalism, it gave me, like, a practical application of, like, video and, like, where it could go for the most part. So I was now, like, well, right. what is broadcast journalism? Because, I, like, I, we had that program in, I, mm-hmm. in my high school, too. But It's just, like, the low, like the, the school, high school news, you know what I mean? So, like, every, Oh, so, like, whenever yeah, they yeah. would run the morning announcements. The morning like, announcements. Uh, that's, that's, right, that's the right, correct terminology, bro. Hey, Chuck, so you won't, might want to back up off your microphone. You coming in hot. <laughs> you coming in hot, bro. Yeah, the, the, yo, the morning announcements were popping, dude. Like, I'm talking about we were doing funny skits, like, just we had our own music production in there like it was just like a creative class for anyone who was kind of in it and it was it was so dope bro i swear i i remember that was that was a big change in my life that i didn't really think about um and then i don't know from then on it just i just always picked up a camera and kept continued on and then transitioning from like high school that's when i got into like music and because of music you know obviously i've just followed so many rappers online and that you know during this time in high like from 2009 to 2012 is like the big uprise of like all these rappers shooting their first music videos like i.e like Wiz Khalifa or Currency who yeah, did their true, own, huh? all their music videos were shot on DSLR and I don't know man just long story short I wanted to contribute to what I loved I got passionate about hip hop wanted to contribute to the culture somehow and that was through video and mm. That's the long story short, bro. <laughs> so, so like for for you, did it come out like more of a, a necessity to like, I have a camera, I want to contribute, like I I want to be a part of this, yeah. or, or 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 were people like just hitting you up at first? It, too, it like was the... it was me going out of my way actually, like really. I, I it never, I don't know, man. It was weird. I I really look back and I just think. The fuck was like? What was I getting into? Like, bro, it was weird. <laughs> I look at old videos. It'd be like I'm like 15 years old. This, yeah. Like, and now I'm like 24 now, and I look back at like at these 15 year old kids, and I'm just kind of like, yo, you know what? What is uh? <laughs> yo, hold on. You got these yeah. fireworks in the background. We was like, like yo, what's, I'm like, let me keep calling. It, 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 it is July 3rd at 9 p.m. <laughs> yeah. So hey, it's all good. Those yeah. are fireworks, guys. Hey, it's lit, dude. It's people lit. living it. <laughs> So anyway, like I was like 15 and I'm like shooting like studio sessions in like people's trap houses and I'm not thinking about it at the time, but I'm just like, I I look back and I'm like, bro, I'm in the trap right now. Like that was in the trap. Like it was like some hood shit, but I didn't really care because it was fun. Bro, it's funny because it's fun. Like, I don't know. You know what I mean? But no, what was you saying? No, you, the, I was the exact same, bro. bro. Like when I started shooting music videos, <laughs> it was kind of like. So just like so, I can give you a little bit of background on my mm-hmm. about myself is why I started doing music mm-hmm. videos is because I used to have a recording studio uh, mm-hmm. in, in my mom's basement. So oh, so 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 people would, would come they would they would find me Bro. on Instagram and Twitter. We need a spot to record, mm-hmm. you know. Like I made my little money because I was working at Radio Shack part time mm-hmm. at the time, uh, and that's why I ended up, why I ended up quitting my job at Radio Shack because <laughs> I, I was making enough just from that studio. But then the people that were coming there. 
uh, were, 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 were also like, they, they were artists, so they were looking for music videos. Bro. Like, they were like, do you know anybody? Such a similar story. Continue, bro. Like, yeah. They, they were like, do, do you know anybody? <laughs> and it was just happened to be a coincidence that around the same time as when I met Chuck and oh, I saw him doing, funny, dude. I saw him doing, doing a little shit. video. Yeah. yeah. Dude, Chuck was doing the same shit, shit, bro. Like, and we were fucking with the same people, you know, shout out like, you know, trade worries and everybody like from back in the day. Cause same shit, man. Like. Yeah. And it's so parallel. Like, that That story is so, um, you, like, I know other people from different cities who have the same story. You know, their love and passion for music and creative arts takes them so far. You would never think where it would take you. Like, you know, shout out. In high school, I met an amazing group of friends, like, my day ones, like, still really close to this day. Mm-hmm. Production group called Real Hits, you know. Um, shout out to them. They're my homies. And, you know, we were recording. They needed a place to record. My house was right across the street from my old high school, Canyon Springs. Mm. So we would just come to the crib afterwards and record in my closet. And yeah. I would record the sessions because I thought it would be cool to make. Like, at the time, too, there a lot of people were making these cool DSLR music video vlog shit. Like, vlog episodes. You used to rap, didn't you? Bro, stop. <laughs> bro. Wait, no, yo, hold up. Hey, hey, but hey. Right, hey. I got I got out of that phase after two weeks, so let's just let me just defend myself. Yes, dude. My he homies, said, let me defend my, my honor. Homies, my homies, yo, I, I got in. I wanted to I rap low-key for, like, Two, three weeks on bro. MySpace, bro. And bro. Hey, real this shit was quick, hella though, funny, dude. Real quick, one thing too, bro. He did too. Hey, he hey, used I, to rap too. <laughs> hey, I, bro, I, I feel like bro. I feel like Chuck must have had to have rapped too. Dude. Because I feel like we're the same person from different sides of I mean, we, I freestyled in the car. We used to freestyle in the car <laughs> oh, to yeah, Arizona yeah, and shit. Bro. But me, me and this, Chuck used to take this. The shit we did was to an extent though. I, my head ass was <laughs> making artwork and dropping it on MySpace. Hey, we gotta drop this track. No, dude, that shit. Was so funny, bro. <laughs> I'm glad I got that out of my system at a young age. That That's one of you rapper phase. It's is, so it, head ass. You did it in the Gucci man lemonade. So, bro. <laughs> I remember. Yo, Chuck remembers it all, bro. One hey, of the only people who did, bro. funny too, but and it's bro, good. It's I, all good. I, I, I did a Taylor Swift remix, bro. Oh, okay. And, See, the, and that shit got fifty thousand views. Hey, that hey, it's lit, dude. Yo, hey, do you remember fifty thousand views? Do you, bro? Remember, do you remember a rapper called Lil Crazed? Bro, low Lil key, crazy. yeah, yeah, he used yeah. to rap with like uh, Timothy Delegate and everybody. Yeah, yeah, I, I did the, a track the with Asian him. kid, the Korean, I whatever. Did a, yep, I did you a did track, a track with, him, bro. with him? Yeah, that's mad random, bro. That's just pure hilarious. Bro, my life was comedy, random bro. growing up, bro. I'm a Mexican hey, kid. Shout out, to hanging out with Asians, bro. <laughs> hanging out with Asians, <laughs> hey, recording shout out rap music, music. That music shit, bro, it takes you so far. Like I would have never thought that it would hip. Like I, lo- I literally love hip hop so much because it's taken changed my life and it's opened my fucking mind to wanting to do so much so it's literally shaped the person that you kind of are bro like the, definitely the like, life that the, the by far bro the direction that you've taken in life has been shaped by music by cult by bro by music culture, culture man, like yeah. it's 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 a i always tell people appreciate the culture you have and if you know you're a part of you identify with because that shit really changes your life bro when you really learn how to embrace that shit you know so yeah shout out to the music because that shit's funny and i mean one thing are what's what's your future goals like what do you want to be doing movies bro indie films or music videos everything bro like i want i don't ever want to limit myself you know i mean down the long run like so i ironically you mentioned like film like Mm -hmm. real like films like lately i've been trying to like direct certain ideas like get people's feedback like yo what would be a dope short film idea like i've been kind of creative blocked in that sense like i want to shoot more short films as of late like just because it's an avenue that i haven't tapped into yet yeah 
Um, but music videos for sure for like ever. Cause I, I love see you've been music killing videos. the game with the with the music video. Hey, no, bro. much love, bro. Like, that's like, that's I, my shit, man. Like one of the, one of your last ones that you did for uh, that one that was an uh, institution. Yeah, yeah, I yeah, te- yeah. I peeped it, bro. I was like, damn. Hey, man, much like, love, bro. Came out clean. That's, like, that that I thought you were there helping him with lighting. Nah. Oh, long story, bro. It wasn't man scheduling is a bitch. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah okay. we weren't able. That was to, an angel group, It was right? mad last. Yeah, it was mad last minute. That was definitely see right as of late too. Music videos wise, like. I just try to, I want to treat every production with like some type of production value if possible now. It's like, mm-hmm. I'm tired, like even, so music videos, I, I love doing music videos, but I don't like doing music videos that I'm not fully there for. Like, mm-hmm. like I don't even want to do, st- I don't even look at it from a monetary value anymore. I'll do a music video for free if I really fuck with the music. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. off top, bro. And, and, like, and, I, and I feel like that's something, that's something that a lot of people don't do. Because yeah, a lot bro. of people see something and they go, no, I got to get paid no matter and what. I feel you. Like, I, a lot of creatives, I understand. You know, but once again, coming from that music background, I feel like I've created, like, in my in my head, like, as far as having that level of, one like, creative standard for myself yeah. and, like, for what type of work I want to produce, yeah. that, like, goes above and beyond price. I feel like working mm-hmm. with talented people is, like, so... Um, it's rare. Yeah, you know, you you don't you'll have fifty artists in a city, but you only fuck with like five of them. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, I feel like you should value the sense of music that and like because it's a representation too of your brand. If you want to go into doing music videos, I feel like you should have a taste, a level of uh, of a standard for yourself as far as like the type of music videos you put out. Because yeah. like you know, there's people who put out fifty music videos in a in a year but they're all with like trash artists and that was us when we first started hey, hey, <laughs> hey, no, no, me, too, hey, no me, me too me too dead ass bro me too and I, <laughs> it's be, and it's also because you wanted to get more of like the yeah. the, the the background and the yeah. skill you wanted to no, learn no. how and, to do dead, it and that's dead ass why yeah. i dead ass i, I yeah. did all that shit too but i'm just saying like when you you know when you really put together a reel or where you really want to be proud of the work you put out mm-hmm. it's like you're more remembered for the person's like you're more like I look at music videos not a representation of just the shooting but the music too like you remember an artist because their shit is fire like their music is fire so you're only gonna remember the visual more and you, you know what I mean it's more of an impression to me mm-hmm. so uh, that's a whole other conversation that's true too. bro I, I put it out on 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 social media before mm-hmm. where I'm like yo. I'm feeling creative. I'm feeling inspired. Mm-hmm. Like, yo, if you're an artist in Vegas, like, send me a track. Mm-hmm. And if I'm digging with it, like, Fuck if, it, yeah. if I'm messing with it, let's do it. Let's do a and, video. And, that, and you know, obviously, I always care about money, too. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, like, you know, for when you really want to get in the zone, bro, like, that shouldn't be a... That's not the first thing that comes to my head. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it depends on what you're doing. If somebody's hitting definitely. you up personally, yeah, ask for the money. But yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. like you just said, if you find like a song that's just like killing it, I'll reach out, bro. I'd yeah. be like, yo, hey, that <clears throat> shit was fire, bro. Like, I'll, I want to do a video with you just because it's tight, you know? Or like, yeah. you know, I, that's just, I believe in the vision, head ass, you know what I mean? Now, so. hella people are going to hit you up after the <laughs> podcast and be like, hey, dog, I hope you're feeling my shit. Yo, bro, oh, bro, I got this fire track, man. Oh, my gosh. Oh, Yo, man. And then send you a, li- a link to your SoundCloud. <laughs> <laughs> SoundCloud? Nah, they send they send that shit. Adapt, adapt Piff. Fucking oh, bro. Yeah. That's some OG is that alive? That Piff is no longer. Oh, I mean, SoundCloud is the new big thing still. I, so. feel, like, I feel like that Piff still is around. Low but key, it's not, but it's not SoundCloud, though. It's SoundCloud not what it, yeah. is SoundCloud now. Like, that Piff that used shit. to be SoundCloud. Yeah, yeah no, used no, to, that used definitely. to be where you get all your music. 100%. Definitely, bro. Now, there was no Spotify. There was no iTunes nothing, music. Bro. I still be downloading music low-key. You know yeah. what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, same here. The, the one funny. thing, because like, a lot of people like go to Spotify and they're like, oh, I like Spotify better. 
the reason I like SoundCloud is there's still so many upcoming artists mm-hmm. where you can't find that music on Spotify bro. because they're just starting. So that's you. why I like that. No, I definitely feel you, bro, because... Yeah, I don't know. Oh, the the Angel Groove band that you sent to me, <clears throat> my words going out. <laughs> they, 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 you sent me their music. I was like, damn, like I didn't even know they were in Vegas, bro. Hey, see, I their mean, music is so dope. And that's the thing, like you know, I just whatever's dope. Like I don't care about the following followers or nothing. None of that shit. It's just like, yo, if it sounds fire, bro. Like, mm-hmm. I'm about to send you my mixtape. <laughs> <laughs> hey, do it. Like, hey, whatever, bro. We gonna make it happen. It's hella funny. Me and Keem's mixtape, bro. <laughs> That's so hella. so real quick, we, we we've seen you. You've been kind of like working with the Jabberwockies, man. Like how hey, how's that been? So that is like a blessing of opportunity for sure. Like by far, um, working with them is like super dope, and it's re- it's really random how it all happened. Like yeah. once again, this is another long story short. Um, so you know, shooting on the scene for however many years, I was doing a lot of concerts with uh like concert promotion company uh Purple Crown. Uh, I do all their like shooting shit. Yeah. Um and. He, the owner of that company got really close with uh, the Jabwakis. Mm. And lo- long story short, they referenced me like, yo, we really fuck with your work, you know? And um, I did a couple of things for them, and then they decided to finally, like, bring me on full time. Yeah. So I was like, oh, word, you know? And it, to me, it's hella random in, like, life is crazy in the sense, like, I would never see myself, like, working with, like, the world's biggest dance crew. Because, you know, it's crazy, the dance world and the music, the hip-hop music world, like, it's funny how they should be more connected but they're they're kind of running parallel and they're similar but they're not like directly colliding anymore like the way dancing was with music back in the day yeah because hip-hop was graffiti yeah yeah exactly be boring all that shit bro but now it's like a little disconnected you know what i mean but that's a whole nother commercialized sorry sorry, sorry. no no definitely bro definitely super commercialized like but the 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 true heart of the culture though like the og jab jab like they really you know represent that shit and like you know but for the most part it's a blessing of an experience because i'm able to do what i love on a it through a platform like a real a big platform bro like a yeah. crazy platform um getting paid to do what i love and you know having that sec- security as a creative um still having the freedom to do what i want as well outside of that it's just like everything you'd ever want from a creative for a creative space and uh, not to mention obviously there are so they have so many accolades and it's like a blessing you know like it's crazy to work with such an entity that has such a big influence within that culture in the world you know what i mean like mm-hmm. it's, yeah. it's crazy bro and it's, i mean going with the jabberwockies you did a video with tuxedo oh so, yeah, 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 yeah yeah let's so, talk about that yeah let's talk about that like how how do you feel about it and like yeah just so okay just so it's hell so shout out stones throw records bro shout out to my man's josh he's the one who plugged me in with that video right. um you know i mean when you it's so shooting dance videos is crazy (laughs) it's like a different i don't i didn't know shit about dance three years ago when i got hired with them i didn't know shit about dance i don't know anything i still tell myself like being on the humble tip i'd be like bro i don't know shit about dance you know what i mean i saw how i feel about photography and video (laughs) i I heard somebody hires me hey man yeah bro i'm 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 gonna do what i think (laughs) is good i know exactly at the end of the day i don't know shit about this bro bro so that's why i'd be trying to tell like you know i'm gonna shoot this (laughs) dance video for you guys but i always be like you know try to try my best to like you know let them know yeah but um so through my experience in shooting dance videos with jabra um, my homie Josh knows that I shot dance videos. Uh, Tuxedo actually wanted to do a whole like dance music video uh, for the, one of their singles off their album, mm-hmm. and I was just like, the, um, Josh hit me up. He was like, "Hey, you do dance videos, right?" And I was like, "Yeah, what's up?" And he's like, "Hey, Tuxedo wants to do a dance video. It was good." And I was like, 
fuck yeah let's go he's like all right they want to shoot it next month can you put everything together like and finesse it and i was like hell yeah and i, I went back home i was like fuck i'm kind of nervous <laughs> yeah. it, it was hella funny bro but um shout out to the homie josh i linked with him because i was doing some video music videos for his artist um once again, let me let me just interrupt the story real quick. Yeah, do like you're interrupting do, your doing, own story. Yeah, like, <laughs> let me tight. interrupt. Yeah, yo, shout out to like uh, once again going back to shooting music videos for free for people you fuck with. Yeah. I shot some hump videos for this dude in L.A. who uh, sh- uh, my homie, uh, K- um, my homie Kevin Clark at the time. He changed his name now for free. Yep, because I just fuck with his music. Tough. Yeah. And that led to so you his, created that that window of opportunity. Yeah, just bro, dude. it's it's so crazy how that works out. Cause bro, people always look at your, at your stuff and go, "Oh damn, dude, you're lucky. Like, bro, you, you get to work with like no, but no, dude, you create that those opportunities. So like, you yeah. create those opportunities, man. Like I did that for free, like, and I wasn't even thinking about where that could lead to. But I just out of my heart, I yeah. love this shit, yeah. and I just did it. And his manager is the one he works for Snowstro, and he linked me in with Tuxedo. So there's the you know, how you want to know the plug. And, you know, you just got to keep doing that shit. But that's a whole no- That's Let's do that conversation. I saw they say, like, like uh, success is, co- is like, 50% luck and 50% being bro, prepared. Placing yourself you know in those I mean? opportunities. Bro, like. Because you can get lucky. And let's just say you did run into bro, them and you got to work with them. Exactly. If, you're, if you were not prepared, it's not. that's going to be the end of it. Bro, you're not going to keep working with them. You know? I wouldn't be with Jabberwockies right now had I not done if everything you had single you music, local rap shit in town, bro. Like. Damn. It, like. I've done so, every, so if and, you think about it in the long in the long run, that investment of you doing all that free work mm-hmm. and all like testing it testing bro, the waters, bro, it all pays off. That and I, actually you know, paid it's, off. it's just it takes you to another world, you know. Mm-hmm. And um, so that's what led me to do that video with Tuxedo. We did it in the Bay, shot it in a day, and it was just came out amazing, you know. And mm-hmm. I, I feel like that, like just going back to this whole conversation about like free work and shit like that. Yeah. It's interesting too because I feel like in the music world. Um, music video world for like film um, there's a lot more uh, este- like I don't know what the correct term is bro um, there's like a, a creative uh, niche that is attached to like music and what creative artists look for in video mm-hmm. that is like so interesting and unique that you have to have create your own aesthetic for the style of like video and shit you do yeah and um I'm losing my train of thought, bro. Well, it's kind of like how Jacob Owens kind of has his like he has his own his own aesthetic, bro. Like if you ever, like but like he was one of the first people that I saw him like kind of like not worry so much about gimbals, yeah. But just hold the camera and yeah. shake it, exactly. and then and okay. then the so way that, he moved the camera mm-hmm. was his sick trademark, yeah, yeah. his signature. You know what I mean? Like no one can move the camera the way yeah. he moves it because those are decisions that he's making actively and, on his mind. And like in the music world, um, it's interesting because I feel like it's so much more. Uh, relationship based like these artists don't give a fuck about technicalities and yeah film, bro. yeah they really don't all bro. they care about is how it's gonna look the end how do product. you make them feel during the shoot yeah bro do the you, whole night are you treating them with respect yeah and exactly do, are you considering their 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 their, their input like mm-hmm. if they give you an input on the video even though they don't have any technical technical aspect mm-hmm. to it kind of like help them bridge the gap bro, and i feel like that one exactly. of the issues one of the issues with a lot of creators bro is they think too technically bro you know what i mean it's like you got to just be cool like be a cool person and it's crazy too in in 2018 today is never been a bigger opportunity for creatives to brand themselves as true artists like like the videographers of today and like the producers and all that they're the fucking rock stars now like yeah. I, videographers are rock stars you know what i'm saying like yeah. that shit is like 
so crazy, bro. Like how how far like some of these like videographers I know are branding themselves as like these super video people and like they're building their own platforms from it. Like yeah, like that's you have to view yourself now as a brand and like really brand yourself in that mm-hmm. sense you know and that goes to how you're perceived too by other clientele in the future and this is it's crazy because this really solely applies to like this creative music shit mm-hmm. like especially everything ties in together with each other bro like, that's why i love it all and you know i don't bro we all over the place but like that's <laughs> that's definitely like my takeaway for sure is just like letting people know bro like that relationship shit like you never know where something will always think long term like mm-hmm. short term little short term thought is like not gonna get you It'll get you getting some things. If, 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 if three hundred bucks, if three hundred bucks is the difference between you getting paid real quick mm-hmm. for a project, or you kind of having like a like a project that's gonna mm-hmm. be solid and then bro. last you for you gotta really weigh it. You know bro, what I mean? Like you always have to think ten years later. Like yeah, where could this possibly get me? You know what I mean? Like if I work with this guy, who might know these other people. Maybe it'll lead me to them. And I don't know, them, though, man. You know ten saying? years later, I feel hey. like we're not even going to have ears anymore, bro. The world's going to be so I mean, so ten advanced. years later, you might be dead. No, bro, bro. <laughs> like, you know, damn. I'm exaggerating. Ten years later, there's no such thing I, as music. I, I'm exaggerating with the ten years. But you are, like, you know, being – it's hard. You know, you just can't look at value as only from a monetary sense yeah. all the time. Yeah. Like, there's You get more value. I got more value out of other things that, led, that lead to money. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I feel like your brand is so much more powerful. And in 2018, it's the truth. You know, like, when you build a powerful brand for yourself, the money's just going to come. I guess you know? the thing, like, Naturally. The, the three things that I'd, I'd focus on is being patient, mm-hmm. being humble, bro. and then just putting in work. Because, like, it's pretty Amen, simple. Bro. It's not like... Um, you know, not like crazy. It's not, bro. And and everything you just said, just don't be a asshole. Be a cool person, and just be, do the best work you can, bro. Like, yeah. and the blessings will come. Like, and it's just crazy to see how far we've come. Like, once again, reflecting on just fucking however many years ago, just starting. You know, and just it's been a minute, bro. Continuing bro, to progress, super man. Long. You know, it, it's it, been too long. It's just crazy. You know what I mean? So, 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 so coming off that, like. What's been your 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 most favorite recent project that you've worked on? Uh, I mean, I guess I could speak in multiple senses of like my personal favorite, and then the favorite I connect to like success wise. Mm-hmm. I would say like for sure we did um, that Angel Group music video recently mm-hmm. is one of my favorite. Did you do all the After Effects for it? Yeah, yeah. The whole everything literally is just all me, bro. Like, and you and you taught yourself all that stuff, right? Yeah, yeah. For the most part, like there, there, there wasn't a, you know, send it out to your visual. Nah, effects nah, editor. man. <laughs> I wish that should be lit, bro. Because I suck at After Effects, so I had to bullshit my way through it, you know. But um, nah, shout out. I, it came out clean. No, nah, much love, bro. And that was my attempt at trying to make some type of big production, you know. What That's I mean? one thing you and Chuck both got in common is you both got into After Effects. Hey, I kind of got my my toes wet. <laughs> I got my toes wet with like the lower thirds and like kind of mm-hmm. like little text animations. I did a kinetic typography mm-hmm. video one time, but I haven't t- I haven't opened that program in like bro, six months. Even me though, I'm only like barely like motion tracking and shit bro the one thing with like after effects i think it's like i think it's the most complex it's up there with like video it's like 3d rendering and whatnot Mm. it's just a whole nother monster hey bro let's see that 3d the 3d shit i have not touched because i already know that that's a whole nother beast you know there's uh, multiple plugins that would like you know i don't know i don't know how that shit works bro but shout out to the people who do that because that is like 
you guys are going to get paid down the line. Shout out to anybody who does heavy VFX. Bro. That shit's remarkable to me. I don't know. Yo, yo, Chuck Chuck was just sending me a... Rotoscoping, dude? Like, fuck. Chuck Chuck just sent me a video the other day where it was showing, like, the before and after of, like, uh, what was the show? It was a Netflix Netflix show that... Yeah, yeah. It was was a Netflix show. show. Forgot what it's called. But they were showing, like, you know how they show you, like, the final master of how it looks? And And then they rewind it, and then they show the parts that they added in. And, and green screen all that stuff we're looking at that stuff and we're like damn a lot of that bro. stuff you could have just shot in a camera <laughs> dude I'd be watching like a Game of Thrones like behind oh. the scenes VFX and I'd just be like dude there's like 30 fucking layers of effects and 30 different people working on it and I'm just like oh my gosh like how do you pre-production and know what you have to get to you know what I mean I'd be it's just like, be like I think it's like pure storyboarding I'd be like like they fuck. have that shit already at the beginning cause like the like going back on the Netflix thing we were watching Bro. it was so funny because like in the background there's like buildings mm-hmm. right and they were literally changing some of the lights in the building Bro. in some of the windows and I was like do you really need to Bro. do that but that, I mean, that's they have million, the money. That's million like, dollar productions right there, bro. Because I bet you it was like some executive dude who, who who makes like four hundred million dollars a year. He's like, no, those windows should be brighter, and that's why they had to do that, bro. Yeah, because like the other thing I could think too is the fact that you have to like spend a certain budget in a movie. You have to spend that budget. Yeah, I never thought about that. Or too. you won't get that budget back next year or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So you have surplus. to spend that. The surplus. Thirty million. You gotta make the most out of your shit. If mm-hmm. We got thirty million dollars for a movie. We spend some, everything. Some <laughs> Put a little man in the window. Do, we do whatever a, you can. Do we need a massage for the cinematographer? Let's go get that. That's money going down to that. Uh, if I do a movie with a $30 million budget and we got like a million dollars left mm-hmm. over, we having a crazy after party. That's hella. Bro, bro I'm, I'm telling you. I mean, all the leftover shit? Bro? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Bro, like doing PA jobs, like they, they just buy so much shit. And then after the, the movie's done, they have all this extra stuff. They're like, all right, you guys can take whatever you want home. And it's expensive yeah, stuff. And I'm like... I remember, like, they were giving out printers. Like, there was nothing. They had, like, 30 printers. They're like, oh, yeah, you guys can take as many as I'd you want. Like, oh, yeah, like, I'll what? take that printer. Just connect to Wi-Fi. All right, for sure. Thank you. <laughs> Just throw it up on OfferUp. <laughs> That's hella funny, bro. But. So, so, so coming off that, like, we've, we've gotten pretty, pretty, pretty deep in this, in this little podcast episode. Do you have any tips for anybody who's, like, starting out? Let's say you got a little Timothy, you know what I'm saying? He's, <laughs> he, he's going to El Dorado right now, and he's, he's, got a, he's, he's deciding whether or not to get a camera because his parents say, you know what, that's not a real career. <laughs> What do you have to say oh to somebody gosh. like that, bro? Because you've been it through it, haven't you? Bro, every the whole nine, bro. Oh, still going through it, you know. Damn. But um, I think well, just going back of what back to what Chuck was saying, man. Yeah, man. Just as far as having a dream and like wanting to do something, just stay dedicated, man, and like don't give up on it. You know, just always, always like work towards it and don't let anyone tell you you can't do it, man. Like, and I think it's like on a more like like specific, um. A specific piece of advice I love, like, I always tell people is, like, work hard as fuck, but work smarter. Like, a lot of people work very hard, you know, and that's why me going back to the, oh, we'll do 50 videos a year, you know, but, like, work smarter, like, improve upon what you do, do better, learn more, be a sponge to knowledge, um, build better relationships, be political about your work, like, about the way you want to navigate, where you want to be. Like, constantly find out more about yourself and define what you want to do in, for the rest of your life. And just get real, like, mental about it, man. Like, be be your, your, yeah. your, your biggest critic. Yeah, definitely be more reflective upon your career. I don't feel like – I feel like a lot of people get so caught up in this, like, oh, grind hard, like, mindset. Like, yeah. yo, we got to do 50 videos a year. And, like, they get so caught up in, 
in doing being in the same spot and doing the same thing for so long that then you know egos develop or you know the desire for not wanting to learn it doesn't or they straight up like flatline yeah exactly flatline it's like you always should want to progress what you know in whatever you do and just kind of continuing to build that you know what i I feel like that's one of the things that's kind of come up with like social media yeah how you kind of have to post every couple days to stay relevant Mm -hmm. people feel like they have to take on as much work as they as they have Mm -hmm. as they can to fill up their feed Mm -hmm. but it's like you think about it why would you take on 50 50 gigs a year Mm -hmm. when you can easily take on 10 that you put all your time Mm -hmm. and energy into yeah and at the end of the day you're going to be showing those videos to people 20 years from now you know what i mean because you took the time and that's just real shit you know what i mean as far as like wanting to be better bro like once again man like there's so many people i know who just aren't making like the 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 strives to wanting to you know go above and beyond and i feel like every day is a new opportunity to learn something new a new opportunity to network meet new people and just once again self-reflect be very conscious of your career be very conscious of like what you think it should take to get to the next level and just don't just get caught up. You know what I mean? So I think that's, the, the whole thing is, is just you can't you can't lie to yourself. Yeah. You can't fake the funk. Bro. You can exactly. lie to yourself as much as you want, but deep down inside, most people go through the depression and bro, stuff because that's not what they're it's real loving shit, to do. Dude. You know, it's definitely real shit. You know, and that's why I said there's also that me- always that mental aspect to your work. And I feel like if you don't take the time to embrace the mental aspect, to really take the time to think about your shit. You're going to get ne- depressed. Yeah, yeah. You're going to hit that spot. You're going to get depressed. Yeah, you're just not going to, you know. No more, you know what I'm saying? So that's something that a lot of people don't talk about in like the creative community, man. Like a lot of creative people that I know are the ones that get like the depressed the, the most because they're the ones that are most critical about themselves. Bro, hey, real shit. I mean, the self-conscious shit is real, bro. You know what I mean? But just, you gotta fight through it. You know what I'm saying? I mean, shit, I have those days bro. where I don't want to do anything hey. creative. I'm like, dude, I I'm trash because I watch somebody else's. I'd be feeling like, the same wow. shit, you know. But I feel like at the same time, I still somehow find that as a fuel in the sense you have to you know i'll have that day i'll be like fuck i'm not doing enough and then the next day i wake up i'll be like well fuck we gotta we gotta do this shit man you know what i mean yeah. we gotta find out what's next so i don't know man that's that's great that's the advice that i would give for sure bro off top man oh well, damn dude we appreciate you coming through the podcast man no nah, appreciate yeah. you guys timothy man. thanks you too <laughs> <laughs> well, we're gonna go ahead and drop all your info down below but do you want to just tell people who are listening like where they can find you on on the internet uh, just everything is Christian FGY. My Instagram is at Christian FGY. Uh, Forever getting young. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. I'll, <laughs> that. Uh, that's on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. You whatever you name it. Vimeo. Freaking my website is that dot com. Yeah. I don't know. It's pretty easy. Nope. Hell yeah. Great job, y'all. Um, Thank you guys for tuning in. I'm, I was my Wi-Fi is. I don't even right know now. if this this it recorded the audio. No. <laughs> <laughs>